Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Well, thank you, Father, for spirit of wisdom and revelation, Father. Thank you, Lord. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, we thank you that you flood the eyes of our understanding with the light this morning. That we come to know the greatness of your power that's in us and for us because we believe you, Lord. We thank you that you release the knowledge of Jesus. You release the intimate knowledge of Jesus through your word this morning. We thank you that you're faithful to your word. You're faithful to your promises. That you are moving in our midst even right now. Ready to bring to pass every word that you speak into our hearts. And we come into agreement with them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, last week I was speaking about praise being the key to our victory. How you been going this week? How's your praise life been going this week? Amen. Is it raised? Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm going to start at Psalm 8 and uh, just uh, continue on a little bit from last week. Thank you, Father. Because I believe there's quite a few people that want to break out of prison. Amen. God's into prison breakouts. Amen. Those things that keep us in bondage. Hallelujah. We looked last week at Paul and Silas where, where their praises caused Jesus, caused the hand of God to reach down and shake. Shake those shackles off, amen, and cause an incredible prison break for not only those, not only Paul and Silas, but the jailer, his household. Amen. Glory to God. Ready for God to reach down and begin to shake things that need to be shaken off your life. Amen. So many of us. So many of us need God to shake some stuff off our thought life. Because, you know, as the scriptures say, as a man thinks, so is he. And what he wants to do is he wants to invade your, 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 your mind today. He wants to renew your mind to the word of God so that the thoughts that have been keeping you imprisoned get shaken off. Amen? Hallelujah. That the truth... The knowledge of the truth of the word of God would set you three, free from things that have been keeping you in bondage. I believe that's a word of knowledge for people. Amen. I believe this morning that some people's thoughts are limiting them. Some people's thoughts are limiting them. But God wants to bring the word this morning. He wants to bring the word of God to actually shake off, pull down, bring captive your words, your thoughts to the obedience of the word of God for you. Amen. So that freedom comes in your thought life, that you begin to think like God. You know, God's word comes so that we begin to think like him. Amen? That his thoughts become our thoughts. Hallelujah. That, that's a good thing. Amen? God's thoughts become our thoughts. God's thoughts bring freedom to our mind. You know, guys, the battlefield is the mind. And there are high things that want to set themselves up against the knowledge of God in our minds that would keep us captive to negativity. Turn to someone and say, it's time to get free. Hallelujah. It's his word. His word comes to set us free. 
Hallelujah. Psalm 8 verse 2 says, Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. Go to um, the Passion Translation. You have built a stronghold by the songs of children. God wants to get a stronghold of you. Amen? He wants to get a stronghold of you. He wants to get a stronghold, build a stronghold around your mind, that your thoughts are, are his thoughts. And when your thoughts become his thoughts, your ways will become his ways. Glory to God. You have built a stronghold by the songs of children. Strength rises up with, up with the chorus of infants. This kind of praise has the power to shut Satan's mouth. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. This kind of praise, oh, glory to God. This kind of innocent praise that comes out of the mouth of babes, what? Out of the mouth of somebody who just believes God because he said it. Just believes his promises because they heard him speak. Oh, bless the Lord. This kind of praise, this kind of praise that hears the word and praises God on the basis of his word. Not, not, not what they see, not, not what others think, not, not on the diagnosis, but, oh, hallelujah, begin to praise God on the basis of what he has said to them. That kind of praise shuts the mouth of the enemy. Oh, look, come on. Someone get excited about that. Amen. It's your response to the word of God in praise that shuts the mouth of the enemy. Hallelujah. You know, you have an anointing from the Holy One. He abides on the inside of you and he is in agreement with every word that God speaks to you. Bless the Lord. And yet the enemy wants to shut our mouth. Why? Because when you come into agreement with the word of God, when you hear him speak, you come into agreement with him and you begin to praise him on the basis of your words, of his word to you, it's a done deal. And he wants to drink that worship down. But you know, when you hear, and I've said it so many times over the years, as you hear the word of God, when you hear, you hear God speak, and, and that, that witness is on the inside of you. It, 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 has anyone noticed it? It's sort of, whoa, yes. God wants you to respond to that because your yes and your amen is so powerful. Because when you come into agreement with the word that God has spoken to you, he watches over it. And when you say amen, he says, there it is. He conceives his word in your heart. Amen. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. God is sending his word this morning that dreams and visions and miracles would be conceived in your heart. And as you continue to sow the seed and water the seed, he said to me this week, Kim, if you just keep on sowing the seed and watering the seed, I'll do the rest. I'll do the rest. talks about it in Mark 4. In Mark 4, he talks about it. You, you just rest and I'll do the rest. You just sow it. You just keep on watering it and I will do the rest. Amen. Hallelujah. You can rest. You can rest in him knowing 
that if you keep on sowing this seed, you keep on watering it with praise. You keep on watering it, praying in the Holy Ghost like never before. Amen. You keep watering that seed. He said, I'll do the rest. I'll cause it to come forth. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Whoa. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. Psalm 8 verse 2, Passion Translation. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. Turn to someone so there's power in your praise. Glory to God. Someone needs to wave goodbye to sleepless nights. Amen. Your praise will silence the tormentor. Your praise will shut the mouth of the enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. Your praise will silence the madness of your enemies. Your praise will silence night terrors. Your praise will silence torment. Something happens when you praise God. Something powerful happens when you praise God. Something powerful happens at your place when you praise God. Amen. I said something powerful happens at your place when you praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Something powerful happens in your household when you praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Woo. Glory to God. Something powerful happens in your physical body when you praise God. Woo. Something powerful happens in the congregation when we praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. God inhabits the praises of his people. He turns up. I mean, he's here, but he turns up. Oh, glory to God. You know, if we can get that, there will not be a one person silence in a praise and worship meeting. There will not be one person who is silent in a gathering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God turns up. Something powerful happens in your life when you praise God. Turn to someone and preach it to them. Say something powerful happens in your life when you praise God. Something powerful happens in your family when you praise God. God reaches down and shakes the stuff that needs to be shaken off off. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I said God reaches down and shakes off what needs to be shaken off. Oh, hallelujah. Is anyone catching anything this morning? Is any, you know, this is caught more than it's taught. I said this is caught more than it's taught. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I'm, I'm just so, like, I've got this, this, this burning desire in me. That when the word is spoken, when the word is read, the people will just, you, 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 you cannot shout them down. You, 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 they will not be silent. You know, God's looking for a generation that will not be silent. Amen? That they can't help but praise the Lord. And spirit of wisdom and revelation is being poured out like never before that when you hear the word, you're going to start to go off. Someone say, I'm going off. Amen. And something's happening at my place. If that's all that you remember. Bless the Lord. Amen.
Something happens in the congregation. We're not singing mere words. When we praise him, we are preparing the way for a visitation from him. When you praise God, you are preparing the way for a visitation from him. Could anyone do with a visitation from God? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Because your voice prepares the way for the Lord to visit you. Your sound prepares the way for the Lord to visit you. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans 4 tells us that we walk in the steps of our father Abraham. Is that right? The father of believers. He calls Abraham the father of us all. The father of all believers. I'm going to go to Romans 4, um, Amplified. From verse 19, we see that Abraham, the scripture says, he did not weaken in faith when he considered the utter impotence of his own body, which was as good as dead, because he was about a hundred years old. Now he considered his body when, when God gave him his promise. It was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's dead and womb. No unbelief or distrust made him waver doubtingly question concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong. Someone say strong. You know, those that know their God will be strong and do great exploits. Yeah? Now, Abraham grew strong and was empowered by faith. He was empowered by the word that God had spoken to him. Because faith cometh by hearing. So he was empowered by faith. He grew strong, he was empowered by faith, as he gave praise. Someone say, as he gave praise. He grew strong and was empowered by faith. The word empowered him as he gave praise and glory to God. Fully satisfied. You see, he became fully satisfied. He became persuaded. You know, he believed when God spoke to him, but he became persuaded as he gave praise and glory to God, fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and to do what he had promised. Our praises are so powerful. Glory to God. Our praises empower the word of God that goes out of our mouth. As we praise God, he considered him faithful. You see, faith entered Abraham's heart when he spoke when he heard God speak to his heart. When he heard you are going to be the father of many nations, numberless shall your seed be. He remained strong and was empowered by the words God spoke to him, giving him praise and glory. He gave him praise on the basis of his word. He considered his body. He knew it was, you know, like this isn't going to happen here in this body. This couldn't happen in the natural he considered that, but he considered God faithful to his promise, as Aaron's testimony was earlier. God is faithful. Glory to God. While he gave praise and glory to God, he became fully persuaded. He was 75 when he got this promise. He was 100 when it was fulfilled. 25 years difference. You tried to help God along the way. Ever done that? 
tried to help him, but he kept believing. You see, sometimes when it gets tough, we maybe just, uh, we just sometimes just need to take one step of faith. Amen? And then praise him for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to go to, I'm going to deviate a little bit here. I'm going to go to Hebrews 11. Go there with me. I'll read out of the Amplified. Hebrews 11. And let's look at verse 11. Because of faith also Sarah herself received physical power to conceive a child. Even when she was long past the age for it, because she considered God who had given her the promise to be reliable and trustworthy and true to his word. He considered, she considered God to be reliable and trustworthy and true to his word. Do we consider God to be reliable and trustworthy and true to his word? Amen. But what he's saying here, your breakthrough is in your praise. You'll be empowered by faith as you give praise and glory to God on the basis of the promise that he has given you. On the basis of him speaking to you, you're hearing his voice, we are to give him praise. Hallelujah. When I looked in this, I thought, you know, we, we love it. You know, we talk about Sarah being so old when she conceived. But I had this moment and I was thinking, conception is one thing and that's a miracle. Because she was well past the age of being able to conceive. But she not only conceived a child, but she carried the child. I mean, you ever get this? Like she carried the child. The child grew in her. She became fully pregnant, right? And then she gave birth at that age. Has anyone got any idea of the, of the actual um, stress on a woman's body giving birth? Give me a wave. You've got no idea. <laughs> on their heart, Lydia's got a very fresh idea. I had this moment. I thought, oh, my goodness. We all celebrate the conception thing, but he gave her physical body strength not to not only to conceive, but to carry a child and give birth at that age, over a hundred years of age. Just think about that for a moment. Incredible. Wow. You see, miracles happen. When we consider God reliable, trustworthy, and faithful to his word. You know, the Lord whispered to me a while back. He said, Kim, many, many, many people want to have a miracle. They want a miracle. But nobody wants to need one. But every person that needs a miracle is set up for an opportunity to see God move. 
the bigger the need, the greater the breakthrough. You need a breakthrough here today? God's good for it. Amen? And he sees it. Jesus sees it as an opportunity to be glorified. He's an opportunist. You see, we see a problem as a problem. He sees a problem as an opportunity for him to be glorified. And if he can get us to actually steward the promise that he places in our heart, we co-labor with him. We carry that promise as Sarah did. She carried that promise. Her body nurtured that promise. Her husband was given praise and glory to God. And she brought forth the promise. As with Mary, she hears this radical statement from an angel. And, 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 but what does she do? She, 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 she hears that faith is birthed in her heart. And what does she say? She says, be it unto me according to your word, Lord. God's waiting for some of that, guys. He's waiting for us to, you know, like, hey, he wants to increase our expectation for miracles. Amen? Hallelujah. He wants to, he wants to increase our expectation. These words that we're reading in, in, with Abraham and Sarah, and, and they, they are testimonies. They're not stories. They're testimonies of real people. Amen? And some would even be out there and even watching online that's 40 and they're still waiting to, to have, a, have a child. That We're looking at a testimony here. This testimony is yours. God's saying, stop the, pressing the too late button. I heard that when I was meditating on this. Some people are pressing the too late button. Amen? Like it's too late now. My time's gone. Even in the spirit, I've wasted too much time. God says, stop pressing that. It's too late button. Because he's not only the redeemer, he's redemptive by nature. And you know what? He gets more glory when it looks like it's too late in the natural. He gets more glory. As I said, he's an opportunist. Oh, come on. Amen? Someone says, I've missed that boat. Well, he's got a, not only a boat, man, he's got a ship. He's got an ocean liner. Hallelujah. Not one person here today should be sitting in a place of hopelessness because we serve a God of hope. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Never too late. Wonderful opportunities. Resurrection power. Love it. Hey. Romans 4:17 says God gives us he gives life to the dead. What does he do when something looks like it's dead? He gives it life. How does he do that? And calls things that be not as though they were. He calls things that be not as though they already existed. That's what faith does. Faith gets a hold of the promise and everything else looks like it's, well, totally the opposite. But faith is heard from God. And faith begins to call things that be not as if they already existed. Faith gets in that happy place. I've heard from God. Amen. I've heard from God. Faith gets in that happy place. When the diagnosis comes, sorry, too late, I've heard from God. You know, I've actually already heard that he's already healed me. It's too late, devil. You're knocking on the wrong door. 
Amen. I said it's too late. Someone needs to hear this. It's too late. Ugh. You are knocking on the wrong door. You see that door? That door is covered with the blood of Jesus. You see that blood there? You're knocking on the wrong. Someone needs to tell sickness this. Hey, you are knocking on the wrong door. Right? I've already have the diagnosis which says, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Amen? You were healed. Glory to God. Ho! Oh. Bless the Lord. You know, you, you, you could say right now, I don't need to hear that today. You don't need to hear that it's too late, devil. You're knocking on the wrong door because I haven't got that diagnosis. You know what? God wants us moving from damage control, heard me say it, and maintenance church and onto the prophetic edge. Amen? That we're not mopping up the mess. We have the word of God in our heart. It is on our lips and it's ready to shut the mouth of the enemy the minute that he starts to speak. Amen? Glory to God. Amen? He wants faith there. You know, he says so in Mark, he says, and the harvest comes and it's put it in the sickle when that harvest comes, that harvest of faith he's talking about. We sow the seed, we water the seed. Amen? And when the harvest comes... Oh, hallelujah. We, we harvest it, we put it in the sickle so it stands ready, ready to jump on it the minute the enemy speaks. Amen? On the prophetic edge. Sorry, knocking on the wrong door. Amen? Someone can't say, employee told you, oh, well, I'm sorry, we've got to put you off. Sorry, knocking on the wrong door. God's got a better job for me. I'm ready. I'm set. That harvest of faith is ready to begin to speak. That harvest of faith is there to praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. When you read the news, when you listen to the news, you know, your covenant with God, no matter what's happening in this world, still stands sure. Amen. It still stands sure. He provides all you need, no matter what the season looks like. Amen. Glory, that's what makes the church stand out. Amen? Because we've got that storehouse like Joseph did. And we begin to provide for the world. What provides? Our faith provides. Sounds supernatural? Exactly. Isaac sowed in famine and received a hundredfold return, guys. I said, Isaac sowed seed in famine, in times of famine, and received a hundredfold return. In famine. In a time of famine, he sowed. Come on, guys. The enemy's doing something globally right now. He's trying, oh, hallelujah. Woo! We got to get this. It's another message I know, but it's burning in me. It's burning in me. He's trying to get the body to hold, Christ to withhold. And he's saying, I want you to press in, mate. I want you to sow in when it looks like a famine because you're the ones that are going to receive a hundredfold reward. You're going to be the supplier. You're going to be the source of supply for the nations. 
You're the source of supply. Turn to someone and say, you're the source of the supply. And we begin to praise God when we hear. We begin to praise God when we hear this stuff going on. Why? Because we serve a God of promise. We serve a God who is faithful to his promises. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Won't you all stand up? Hey. Hey. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. You know something? Your spirit rejoices when you hear this truth. Your spirit is rejoicing right now because you're hearing truth. I said, your spirit is rejoicing. Join it. Join, join with it in the truth. Partner up with the truth this morning. Because we're entering into the, the greatest season that mankind have ever experienced. You know, I remembered reflecting, just meditating, have a little time with the Lord and a while back. And, and it was like, he said, Kimmy said, so many want to, they just can't wait for when they can talk to people that walked during the book of Acts. He said, but I want you to know that they're actually hanging out waiting to hear about your life when you walked in the days of glory. Someone say, I'm calling. And my miracle is coming in. There is blessing coming my way. There is healing coming to me. There is provision coming to me. Hallelujah. Miracles are coming my way. Because I'm calling them in. Hallelujah. Woo! Someone say, I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Because the weak say, I am strong. And God ordained strength to come out of my mouth, to stop the enemy right in his tracks. Hallelujah. Give him a shout of praise. Hey. Glory. Glory to you, Jesus. Glory to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Well, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He's forgiven all my sins. He's healed all of my diseases. He's crowned my life with loving kindness and tender mercy. He satisfied my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles, strong, overcoming, and soaring. Give it up for Jesus again. Come on. 
Ooh, hallelujah. 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 Hey. Whoa, Jesus. Brett got an amazing testimony. Please, if you have got children, children, go, would you release, uh, children are being released. If you go and grab your kids right now, bring them in. The anointing is in the room. Amen. It's out there too. It was here too. <sighs> Brett went, come and give your testimony quickly. Awesome testimony. Just finishing up. Just want to encourage you. Yeah. Welcome, Brett. You want to come up, Brett? Hallelujah. Hello. Yeah, hello. Uh, good morning, church. Um, uh, seven years ago, I was involved in an accident and um, fractured my neck. And um, for the last seven years, every time I've had a scan, been to the doctors, and it's shown that fractures are still there. Um, I'd believed since day one that the Lord was going to heal me. And um, the last couple of years, I'd just forgotten all about it. And um, I had to go to the doctor during the week and have a scan um, on my neck and my back and uh, went and got the results of it. And I'm waiting for him to say, yeah, there's a fracture there. I know all of that. And he went through everything and there's no sign of a fracture in my neck whatsoever or anything wrong with my neck anymore. Amen. Uh, and praise Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Bless the Lord. How good is that? Yeah, Brett's, awesome. Brett came, he's standing, he's smiling this morning in the foyer, and I'm thinking, okay, he's got something to tell me. What good news. Amen. We're going to see more and more and more of that. Amen. More and more. If you need healing this morning, please come up, and we all agree again. I mean, let's pray for one another. Believers lay hands on the sick, and what happens? I said, what happens when believers lay hands on the sick? Thank you, Brett. I'll just ask you all again, what happens when believers lay hands on the sick? They recover. Amen. So if, if, you, if you, you, you need prayer this morning, come forward. I, I don't know everybody here, but if you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please come forward. We would be so privileged to, to pray with you this morning so that you can come knowing Jesus. Amen. In relationship with God. And, and if you haven't been baptized with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, please come forward. You cannot build yourself up in your most holy faith without praying in the Holy Spirit. Amen. So please come forward and we'll pray with you. Otherwise, have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. And don't be silent. Continue to praise God. Amen. Give somebody a holy high five. Tell them they made a good choice coming to church this morning. Amen.